Hey everybody, welcome to episode number 39 of Medusa's Cascade Collateral Damage. I am Tom, I'm the uh, DM, GM, whatever you prefer. Um, just one quick announcement uh, about Indian Con. Uh, they're back again this year. They will be uh, doing a uh, two-day virtual con uh, celebrating creators uh, of all different varieties, makers, artists, the whole nine yards. Uh, it is virtual, so it is free. If you want to go to indiancon.com uh, for tickets, uh, there are going to be tons of virtual booths. There are loads of panels happening all day. Um, go there, check it out. There are some VIP things, uh, some exclusive stuff. So definitely go check it out. It's going to be fun. I'm going to be there doing a couple panels as well as running a one-shot in the evening on Saturday. So it is uh, August 28th and 29th. Uh, hope I see you there. Uh, with that, we will get right into the recap, and, uh... Hello, welcome to your daily dose of chaos, with your host and resident watcher, Elrin. Now, this group that we have here today is possibly one of my favorites to watch, as they are chaos incarnate, which is demonstrated so beautifully by, uh, taking stock of their bag of holding, uh, to make sure that they have more room just in case they, quote, find something. Or, perhaps, uh, the last-minute research on the Cat Lord by Little Zex. Or, Sirius ordering m mimosas. And not knowing how to pronounce the word mimosa. And, you know, eventually they do get where they need to go. They get to Argenvostolt. Uh... They walk out to a stately manor that is slightly crumbled on one side, and they see a silver dragon statue facing this manor. Now, in my opinion, this is really the first sign of trouble for them, and it is just beautiful to watch. Uh, we Aqua first fades into a memory. Not quite sure what it was, but he seemed to be out of it, and this bodes well for us and uh, the fun that shall ensue. Uh, they make their way in, led by curious little Kaiva, uh, always one step away from being smashed or being uh, trapped in some way. It uh, This could be very good. Uh, of course, then they find the room with a large nest of giant spiders, and... Our little friend Argyle, he seems to be uh, not so happy with the spiders. Uh, but I will say as a side note, Argyle is coming along very nicely. He's, he is upgrading his magic, he is, it is beautiful. Regardless, Sirius has his own little vision, he gets a bit teary-eyed. It's quite fun to watch, and eventually the argument ends with Argyle storming out, and... We Aqua sacrificing a magical horse to the spiders to appease them. Who could have seen this turn of events? It certainly was not I. Uh, they then go and lock one of the doors where some of the Revenant are praying to a deity and none of them know who it is. It is honestly a little disappointing, but again, Chaos Incarnate, it gets good, I promise. Uh, they continue on, they find a lost uh, Dusk Elf, they find a bat in a pot. I, you, we, you seriously can't make this up. And 
Then Galahad goes into a memory, and there is a very tense moment between Galadriel and Galahad, ending with her leaving. Well, not leaving, but she exits the room. Uh, they eventually make their way up to the second floor, and they search around in quite a bit of few things. Oh, I did forget to mention down on the first floor, the uh, an apparition of some kind of a, a dragon tells that tells Galahad to save his order, whatever that is supposed to mean. We'll see if it lends to what's happening. Anyway, back to the second floor. Uh, they eventually make their way up there, they search around, they, they do not find much of anything. This is uh, a rather decrepit, uh, stately manor. And then, lo and behold, Kaiba does indeed set off a trap, trapping him, Galahad, and poor Atros here in this very small little area behind a stone wall. And this is where the story continues for you. Thank you for joining your daily dose of chaos with your friend and host, Elrin. Now destiny calls to fight the storm That is raging on, that is raging on Have to enter the call You have to give it your own Your helmet's trapped and raised Your shield in front of your face Grip in your holy maze Grip in your holy maze now it's time to leave this place Now it's time to leave this place Travel to the land long before God To climb a giant high To survive that reeking ride Beware the curse of Shrod Beware the curse of Shrod Beware the curse of Shrod Beware the curse of The party is separated by a large wall that blocks off the end of the hallway. Zex and Sirius call together the group and do what they can to reconnect with their allies. Zex immediately sends Duo downstairs and outside. He informs him to keep watch through the windows and to relay any information to him. Like a blur, Kyber dashes down the hallway and heads towards the door. Weaka readies themselves in front of the stone wall with primal savagery. Seeing where Kyber positioned himself, Atros casts an arcane lock on the door in front of Kyber. He slams it at the door as arcane flashes of locks and chains proceed to wrap themselves on the door. He then commands Gilead to ready itself to aid Kyber if the time arises. Moving towards the stone wall, Argyle starts to size up the trap to figure out a way to help bring it back down, or to destroy it. He takes notice that it's magically conjured and is likely a version of the spell Wall of Fire, but with stone, though he doesn't know much else past that. He takes a second to shout to Kyber, Galahad, and Atros on the other side of the wall. The wall is magical! Hopefully they hear him, and they're able to do something with that information. 
Hearing Argyle, Shanks realizes that there's not much in his toolkit for the arcane. He positions himself in the hallway and stands on guard. Assessing the situation and preparing for whatever may come, Galahad moves into the intersection of this hallway, giving himself a view of all sides and readies Kana's fury. Sirius moves into one of the rooms outside of this hallway. He takes a look around for any clues or things that could help them. So, as you look in, uh, you see uh, the contents of this room are draped in cobwebs. Between curtained windows stands a black marble hearth with a sculptured mantelpiece, above which hangs a framed portrait of a handsome, well-dressed man with a wry smile and a thick mane of thistle-down hair. Opposite the fireplace is a large bed with a rotting mattress and wooden posts carved to resemble dragons. Across from the double doors stands a tall wardrobe. Its doors hang open, revealing a dark and empty cavity. The only other piece of furniture is an overstuffed leather chair that faces the hearth. He takes a look at the giant wardrobe in front of him, but doesn't seem to find anything of use in or around it. Through the door, you see these spectral warriors just phase right through the door, not even opening. Two of the spectral warriors make their way towards Kyber. He is just nimble enough to dodge the first two attacks from the first warrior, and even manages to dodge the first attack from the second warrior. In that moment of confidence, however, he gets hit from his blind side as its hand cuts through his side. So they were both hit? They're both hit. Alright, I'm going to use transference through my Mercurial Rod. So, for a moment, you see the rod light up in Atros's hands, and his eyes just flash for a second. And in your head, Kyber, you hear... Hold fast, and fucking I cast shield through Kyber as you hear this voice in your head, and your AC goes up by five. You see this bright, uh, this like dark red sort of uh, shield envelop you as the two swings uh, just bounce right off of it. With his gauntlets, Galhad easily deflects the attacks on him. Uh, 43 points. Tell me how you do this. So after. Um, after Galahad, you know, after I uh, block the two hits, I turn around, just like I just look at it, eyes turning, turning white with rage. Uh, I swing down once, and then with the single, with the swing back, uh, I, uh, I yell out, "In the name of Bahamut, I banish you!" And <laughs> yes, yeah. screams in Paladin. Yeah, <laughs> and you just disperse this thing. Now, did you use a? Um... No, no, I didn't use my charges. I okay. just used a regular level one slot. Sounds good. Just making sure. Releasing tension from his bow, Kyber lets an arrow fly. It hits one of the spectral warriors, and while it rises in pain, he doesn't do as much damage as he had hoped. Uh, I rolled for duo. He got a twenty-three uh, for perception. Uh, he's just doing a scan, trying to see what he can see through the windows and hopefully I can get some yeah. information from him. You get this mental image back of uh, Galahad, Kyber, and Atros. Uh, you don't see Atros, but you do see several what look like spectral or phantom uh, warriors uh, accosting both Kyber and Galahad, and there seems to be a cluster over in the eastern side, but you cannot. he, he can't see Atros. Okay. But he does see uh, his homunculus, the uh, homunculus of uh, Gilead uh, on Kyber's shoulder. Zex proceeds to shout, 
We need to get this door down. They've got company. Finding the metal disc in the center of his weapon, he separates his bow and readies his two short swords. Taking a second to realize the situation he's in, Kyber disengages and slips past one of the Spectral Warriors. He feels a slight chill as his hand makes contact with its form. We are going to go with the Onyx Blade because it's going to come out as a rapier, like loose Skywalker style. You see this Atros, you see this fucking, she pulls out the handle and you see this arcane burst of energy just sort of comes out and glows for a second and solidifies very similar to the way that your uh, mercurial rod forms into different weapons but this one sort of comes out arcane and there's a slight like red glow to it as it forms into a rapier described <laughs> sweet ass blow you just see him like he comes into like this little whirlwind anime spin and then just straight right dagger right through the thing and you see, like, the, its its ethereal form sort of shift as it sort of, like, almost starts to break apart and then shift back in together, and it turns to you, and it just gives you, like, its jaw sort of unhinges and gives you, like, this sort of almost, like, ghostly scream at you. I just smirk. So what I'm looking at for are the, like, arcane or magical equations basically within the spell if they're there mm-hmm. and i just try to basically erase a number and make it another number make a symbol upside down kind of disrupting the pattern hopefully it canceling out the spell you're concentrating very hard and you in uh argyle you actually see weakwa doing some like crazy stuff with his hands and muttering and then his eyes sort of glow uh, a, a bright blue and we offer, you can see sort of like the different sort of uh, equations and arcane uh, happenings within this spell and you're just sort of like in your head you're sort of seeing he in your head you're you're doing exactly what you just described whereas Argyle you just see him sort of like casting this spell and as this blue energy from his eyes and his hands sort of disperse the wall disperses as well Weakra proceeds to say hey don't let things come between us as they now can see the other half of their party and the spectral warriors that are surrounding them Weakra proceeds to try and go the specters into shifting their focus to themselves hey why don't you pick on someone who can take it taking a step forward Four of the Spectral Warriors take notice of Weakwa, and their plan is successful. Atros commands Gilead to fly towards Galahad and assist him. With that, the homunculus perches onto the paladin's shoulder, ready for the next part of this fight. And then, uh, holding my rod, material rod, you see me almost saying, looking like I'm going to say a prayer of sorts, as an aura of red energy begins to surge around me. And... As I grasp my rod, you see the some of the symbols. One of them on my rod actually lights up and almost appears like a sword emanates from it, or several swords emanates from it. And I can use channel divinity to uh, turn undead. And as I do that, you hear just echoing throughout the hallways. And each separate dying ember rod, it's ghost upon the floor. With this, one manages to stay put and steal themselves, but the others all seem spooked by Atros. When they can, 
they will start to move away from him as their fear takes hold. Sex and Wiyakwa, you see Argyle sort of prick his finger with his guardian's rapier, and it glows for a second, and one of the sigils sort of lights up and then flashes, and you see Argyle just sort of disappears, and Wiyakwa, you see him sort of bamf in behind the other one that's accosting Galahad. Appearing in a flash, Argyle takes his rapier and thrusts the blade into the specter in front of him. He feels his hand go cold as it passes through its form. The spectral warrior writhes in pain as Argyle readies himself for its retaliation. As as he starts to... I think this is the first time I'm using radiant damage on Mind's Eye. Um, he not closes his eyes, but begins to, to squint a little to do something that he's never quite done before. And then he, he looks at the entity and tries to get... Um, what he thinks is a, a pretty pretty decent shot to exactly where Argyle stabbed. Mm-hmm. All right. So so you let fly that first, the first arrow that comes out, and this is in rapid succession, the first arrow that comes out as it leaves the bow. The tip of the arrow begins to glow a bright, like, whitish green, and as it gets closer, it just sort of comes out and it hits it in a burst of energy and then the second one follows right in right behind it and as it goes through into the entity it just dissipates out and it is no longer there the attacker in front of you argyle is is gone so you see another burst of divine energy from uh galahad's sword as he swings down misses on the first attack comes back through with the second attack, smashes it for 33 points of damage. It is still up, but it is looking pretty haggard. You see a, a, a greenish-black glow as you touch your chest and you gain uh, 10 hit points, I believe? Uh, yeah, it's just you gain 1d4 plus 4 temporary hit points, so I have to roll a dice. Mm-hmm. It is now their turns. Uh, this one... This one and this one all sort of give like this. You guys ever seen the mummy? Uh, yeah, oh, the one with it, where he he pulls out the cat and he sort of goes into like that sand, like and just sort of like flies off. So all three of them do that and they sort of like evaporate where they're standing. One of the remaining warriors takes its ethereal longsword and does a mighty swing at Galahad, unleashing quite a bit of force damage to the paladin. Kyber is then attacked by two entities, but is too nimble for their attacks to make any sort of purchase. With tense muscles, Zex bursts into the hallway with incredible speed. Seeing one of the last phantoms flickering, he twirls the blade in his left hand and thrusts it into the creature's chest. It takes a gasp, and it disperses into dust. From his right, he jams his sword into the chest of the remaining entity. His attack lands, but it wasn't enough to kill it. It lets out a bone-chilling scream in response. There's a brief moment of frustration and a sigh from Zex. He proceeds to then take the short sword in his left hand and thrust the blade into the underside of its chin. And with that, he silences the creature for good. See everyone, we are out of initiative. I need uh, Atros and Argyle, roll me Arcana checks. I think you guys are the ones that are closest to what's going on. 
14. 14. And Argyle? 11. 11. Uh, both of you are aware, our Atro sort of catches on a little bit quicker, that now that the wall has been has dissipated, you have maybe about 30 more seconds before the trap that set it off resets. Alright, so I make the announcement. Uh, we need to get the hell out of this area. Whatever set this off is going to do it again. And built. I will use full double speed. We'll get the fuck up out of there. Uh, Tommy, would I have known that those were the Revenant that we were looking for? Those are not definitely not the Revenant. Okay. If they were, then they don't seem to be living up to all the hype they've been... Getting. Right, so I, I'm going to make that aware for the group and just let them know. Like, I know we were looking for uh, these big bad Revenant. These are not it. All right. Um, and I'll also uh, send a message to Duo um, to let me... Uh, actually, no, I'll have them come back in. All right. I look at Artros and I go, thanks for the save. I just give like a light tap on his shoulder. I just nod. All right. I look at Galahad, so I'm like, you okay, there, big booty? We've been better. All right, so what's everybody doing? Um... We still got the area here, or we can just go right into the main hall. Tommy, I'm not sure how much it mattered, but on that last strike, it would have been less than uh, you would have taken off two points of damage. I don't know if it mattered. What did you say it was? I think I said ten. Yeah, yeah, we'd have been fine. Okay. I'm not. Sure. I'm not gonna. Be, I, I forgot I, that. I, no, I, I forgot I, that I, I added the modifier to the offhand, and I. I was only supposed to add the uh, the die roll and the uh, favorite enemy. You're yep. fine. We would have had like five people jumping in. Yeah. On that last Never mind. Yeah. I'm not doing the like. Oh, he's hanging on by one hit point. If you get it within like one or two hit points, you guys, you kill it. I'm not gotcha. gonna like. Oh, it's got okay. one hit point, so it's only gonna last like another couple of seconds before somebody else kills it. <laughs> just wanted to check one. Did, did you not see the lineup? That fucker was not surviving. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. I just, I just wanted to, to put it out there because I, I was like, oh shit, offhand doesn't get uh, modifiers. Literally did, did everybody you? else, but you. So there was literally everybody else that was over there <laughs> would have had a turn to try and kill those things before. That shit would that shit would have got the finger poke of doom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it would have. Uh, so what are you guys heading out to? What are you doing? Um, I'm going to go check this room here. Stealth check. Whatever I have to do. I'm I'm, I'd be bring up, before uh, you uh, walk around everywhere. I had to check for traps and stuff. I am. When he says that, I'm going to uh, take a second. Tell everybody to hold, hold their position. And I am going to take a look throughout the, the room and try to see if I can uh, cast, attack, uh, or find traps. Sure. I'm going to direct Gilead to fly back onto Kyver's shoulder since he's taken point. Um, and I inform the group, I can only do this one more time, so um, until we take a long rest. So, All right. Ah. The only traps that you see are the traps at, this, at the end of these two hallways. That's it. Okay. I'll inform the group. 
So, uh, which one are you looking in, Kyber? Um, I'm going to check this room. Roll stealth check. With advantage? That's going to be a 28. All right. As you look into this room, uh, this wooden balcony overhangs the mansion's chapel. Um, an exquisitely carved uh, wooden throne rests at the west end between the two doors. A uh, narrow archway leads to spiral staircases going up and down. Would I know that this is the room where the two above, where the two armors? Uh, the three, the three, three armors. Uh, yeah. Yes, are down there still. However, you are quiet enough where they do not notice you. Hanging from the ceiling is an iron chandelier with candle holders shaped like tiny silver dragons. Okay, so I step back out the room. I relate to the group what I saw, and I told them that the three revenant are downstairs. That that's the balcony above where the three uh, the three suits of armor at. Oh. I'm gonna check uh, this room. Elsula. And then Tommy, Tommy, is this anything here? Uh, that looks. There are curtains, uh, so that what, you don't technically see what's behind. You see the curtain right here. I'm guessing we're out of initiative. You are out of initiative. Yes. Awesome. Um, Tommy, quick question: mm-hmm. Can I see what's on top of the the altar from on top of the balcony? Uh, there does not seem to be anything on top of the altar. Okay, cool. Um, so it's useless. For I rolled a twenty-one for stealth. Excellent. Uh, you slip in rather seamlessly. Uh, rainwater seeps through cracks in the ceiling and uh, flows into a pool on the sagging wooden floor. The pool fills about half the room. Bare stone shelves line the walls. Seems to be a, a fairly ransacked storage room. Nothing on the shelves at all? Nothing. Everything has been ransacked. Alright. And you also get the sense that the war, the the floor is like w- probably wouldn't take any any one of you guys. Gotcha, gotcha. So Galahad, uh, don't go into that room. Indeed. Uh, you behind the curtain. Yeah. Okay. So a red velvet curtain hangs in front of an alcove in the southeast corner uh, of this wall. It ripper, ripples. Ever so slightly. Oh, um, shit. Uh, as you Perfect. look in, um, you see a uh, one of the small windows uh, in this alcove seems to be broken. There's wind that is coming in through, and uh, a black cloth a black cloth covers something atop a white marble pedestal in front of these windows. Uh. I want to investigate the area here. Sure. You're going to pull the, the thing off? Uh, uh, with us? Oh, I let curious. the group know that there is a... There's a black cloth on a white pe- white marble pedestal. Yeah. Mind if I take a look at it real quick? Go for it. Uh, can I sense any magic coming from it with an arcana check? Roll me an arcana check. 14. Yes, you do sense there is magic coming from this spot. I say everybody take a quick step back. Okay. 
Everybody do it? Yeah, it looks like everybody's taking yes. a step back. Mm-hmm. I, I pull it. Mm-hmm. Give me something good like that. As you pull the cloth from the white marble pedestal, in front of you, you see the severed head of Galahad. Ah, what? Huh? And I, I look at Galahad. His head's definitely on his shoulders. <laughs> you look over like, oh my god, he's dead. And he's like, oh no, he's there. And then you look back and there's Galahad's severed head on the pedestal. Is this something we all see or just we are? Uh, all of you see this. So I'm yeah. looking at my head? Yeah, you're looking at your own severed head. Tommy, can you point on the map where this is? In the corner. Uh, down here at the bottom? Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, I go over to it. Oops. And I try to inspect it. Is that, is it? It's a severed head. I no, like I I touch it. You touch it? Yeah. It seems drier, and you, your hand sort of goes into the head. It appears to be an illusion. There's definitely something that feels like a severed head there, but it is most assuredly at this point you realize this is not Galahad's actual head obviously. So I pick up what, the head out, of, hopefully out of the illusion what The illusion is on the head, so you pick it up and you're holding this, you feel it though it's not like freshly cut, it is like a a dried, like almost skull at this point. You're holding it but it, everyone that you that sees Weaqua holding it his hand is like slightly into the bottom of where Gal's ha- Galhad's head is, like, just disappeared. It doesn't look like his hand's, like, stuffed into it, but it's, like, <laughs> it's just you sort of... you use the spell magic again? Or... I'm, I'm gonna walk that, over and use identity. That's a crazy... Just... There you go. Uh, it is illusory magic. Do I know what spell it is? Uh, minor illusion. Or si- uh, silent image, I'm sorry. That's the one we're, I'm thinking of. It seems to be cast perpetually on this, and from what you roll me an arcana check, just to sort of add, see what we can glean off of this. Uh, okay, I was gonna say uh, I just burnt a spell slot for identify. Mm-hmm. So roll with advantage. Okay. Fifteen. Fifteen. Uh, this seems like this has been cast to be perpetually, uh, like continually on it so every time if you like if you were to leave it and come back to it you get the idea that may not be the same illusion that you saw last time uh who's got a bag a bag of what like a bag of holding we have a bag of holding just no just a regular bag like a ba- oh, I put it in my backpack. Never mind. I'll put it in my backpack. Like to take it with us? Yeah, I'll take it. Oh, Tony. Anyway, um, we can see what it looks like without the spell being active? Uh, dispel, but I I don't want to waste the third level, fourth level spell. I mean, because it could that. be a head, just not Galahad's head. Yeah, it's not, it, well, we know it's, it's definitely not, Galahad. not Galahad's head. Yeah. Um. 
So I mean, I rolled a uh, twenty-five for stealth check to check this room. Sure. As you peek in, it is uh, a room. Yes, it is a room. The south end of this room has collapsed, exposing the chamber to the elements, and a few furnishings lie broken under fallen debris from the local above. Well, so this room is useless. Mm-hmm. You can say that. Got Which room either, you either this room or we are going upstairs. Um, Tommy, uh, just so we're not wasting too much time with it, I'm going to, because I know we saw the graveyard outside. Yep. I'm going to tell Duo to do a quick run outside, uh, fly very high, but close enough that you can see, uh, just in case he sees anything too dangerous, um, and give me a relay of what he sees outside. Sure. Um, Did we check this room? If you're... No, you no one's yeah, checked that room yet. Check that one. All right. You check. I roll. It is a bathroom. 16. Uh, this room contains an iron tub and has wood paneling on the walls that rises to the height of three feet. Above the paneling, the walls are painted uh, with a continuous faded mural of a mountainscape. And while you guys are checking this room, I need Shanks to roll me a wisdom saving throw. And that is a two. A two. Roll me a d6. And that is a three. A three. Okay. So as you're looking from where I see you on the map, as you are looking out the window, uh, there's the... You see small windows over here through the alcove. Um... He sort of fades into a sort of dingy tower. Um, you're inside this tower. You're actually looking down. Uh, you remember this place to be a city called Rexentrum. And you are... This is very much um, a point in time during the Exandria job. And you are keeping point as you're looking out the window and you're scanning the streets and you clock um, what would be Rig, although she looks fairly different. She has disguised herself as an elf. She is making her way into a building and you're just sort of standing there keeping watch and you remember this moment as, as you're this is sort of the moment where I mean you guys had been on the job for a little while at this point and this is sort of the moment where you decide to let go of Donna and your mind sort of retreats back into the days that you met her the training that both of you had and that you shared between each other um and you sort of zone out for a second as you're on watch and you key sort of back in so you catch you you get a beat on um on rig once again and there is a a a a dwarf that is following her and you 
pull up your bow and sort of lean up this little slit that you have made in the in the window and you get a bead on this dwarf and right as you're letting go it everything sort of fades back in and anyone who's paying attention to Shanks sees him sort of just slump a little bit as he's looking out this window um would i notice that since i'm a little close to him yeah i would say serious you would probably notice this as well uh okay i come uh, well you said he dropped to the ground right yeah uh no he just sort of he was standing up straight sort of looking and he just sort of slumps and his head sort of looks off to the side he's still standing okay. but he's sort of again slack jawed sort of looking out uh with a bit of a trouble look on my face uh Shanks, are you okay? Uh, did you have a flashback as well? He hesitates to speak and kind of gets a grounding of where he is at that time. Um, yeah, I think I saw something. Is yours following the trend of everyone else's? Do you mean bittersweet? Um, sure, I'll, I'll go with that. Okay, I, I won't pry. Uh, wait, are you guys next to the whole group, or are you guys by yourselves? Uh, no, no, we were like in the hallway, like so 10, 15 feet away from yeah. everybody. They're not like right can, there in the group. Can can we hear? It? Is this a low conversation or like? A I'm, com- I'm feeling like this is a low conversation. That's what I'm asking. Okay, yeah, okay. yeah I leave you. Seriously, like, hey, Shanks, what's going on? He just he notices. And he's Yo, like, so- hey, man, uh, what's good, man? Well, are you okay? Yeah, no worries. You see them talking, but you don't hear. Yeah, them. all good. My fellow dude. Yeah. My fellow dude. <laughs> <laughs> Fellow team, if I do see Sirius talking to him, I give I uh, I look at Sirius and my thumb I give him the thumbs up, like, hey, good to interact with people, you're getting to know people. Excellent. So what are you guys up to? Um does uh Argal see me? What, down by the edge? Yeah. Of glory. I don't know. Does does Argyle are you looking down? Towards that uh, let, let, yeah, let's say I was standing right here. Yeah, yeah. sure. Yep. So I point at Argyle, and then I point at the stairway um, on the other side. Then I point at me, and I point to the stairway behind me. And so I give you... To him that, let's sneak upstairs. From the, sta- the staircase that you're at? Yeah, I'll sneak up here, and I'm pointing for you to go to this one, sneak up that way, so... You want me on that one? All right, so I tell you to, like... Hold on. No, I'll let everybody it. know. Yeah. But I'm just pointing and just waiting. I'll, I'll go the way that Argyle is going. All right. Oh, so the curious cat wants to keep moving upstairs. Uh, we're going to split up, take the two stairs, uh, set the stairs going up. Uh, if you guys are going with him, he's on this side. I'm going to be walking around. But if you're coming with me, let's go. I'm going to hang back for like two seconds and wait for a duo to give me what he sees. At this, yep. Yeah, go go ahead. But uh, I was going to say at this point, what you get back from duo is uh, 
you uh, seems to be uh, most of the graves uh, in this small area. You see a uh, you get this picture of this flyby as you're going through that there are one, two, three, four, five graves that look like not like they have been dug up, but that something has come out of them. Uh, essentially like freshly disturbed earth? Yeah, it doesn't look super fresh, but it definitely looks like it is more recent. Okay. Um, I would... Alright, I'll tell him to come back inside uh, safely, if we can. Mm-hmm. He eventually flies in and drops onto your shoulder, coming from the first floor. You are the best bird in the world. You know that, right? Mm-hmm. I know. Okay. I'll write that down on the list of words that you figured out. Proud of you, little buddy. I know lots of words. I listen. Are we going? Duo, how long have you been able to say full words, full sentences? You would know if you talked to me. I talk to you every day. You just tell me noms and sin, and you get mad at me, and you tell me Argo. You seem happy. And then you were sad. I was. I was. You happy again, though. I'll use more words. I'm very happy. What the fuck? Uh, for now, let's just keep this between us. He just nuzzles in. Okay. That's a. Uh, all right. I'll uh, start adding a. Uh, I don't know where everyone, like, which staircase everyone took. Um, we split up, so split you got to pick one. Two. Um, same groups, uh, top group, bottom group, and go up the stairs. I think we swapped, but essentially the same groups. Um, uh, so my stuff truck was a 27, so. Yep, and Argyle. Oh, yeah, let me roll a uh, stuff truck. Oh, yeah. 24. Who's going on what sides? I was on the left side, and I believe bottom. Where the bottom side? I was. It was me. Yeah, and uh, I was on the top right this time. And it's We Aqua, Sirius, and uh, you guys are down. All your all your tokens are down in the left hand corner. So move your you down in the bottom corner. You guys are coming up from this stairwell and this stairwell. I'm not just yet. Uh, Put your characters wherever you like. Okay. Yeah, I'm just going to uh, Argyle. Zex, you're going up with Sirius and 
Argyle? Um, or Kyber and... It would have been the, whatever same group. Uh, so uh, Kyber and... Okay. Cool. Alright, so you guys are both heading into these hallways. Alright, do we roll again to check the door? Uh, which door are you... Yeah, uh, if you want to, uh, roll... Natural 20. For stealth? Yeah. Um, 26 for stealth on my end to check this. Check. 28 total with a natural 20. Sweet. All right. Let's get to the third floor. Third floor, yeah. Four fucking floors here. Jesus. <laughs> All right. So, as you peer in, (laughs) through the dust and cobwebs, you see faded war banners adorning the walls of a spacious chamber in the center of which stands a heavy wooden table. An iron chandelier hangs above the table, which is surrounded by six high back chairs with wood-carved dragons perched atop them. Slumped in five of the chairs are skeletal humans, uh, skeletal humans in tattered chainmail. You right, so they don't notice me, right? They don't notice you because you rolled so high. Okay. Oh, I creeped the hell back out of there. Mm-hmm. And I'm back over to the group and let them know. What are those uh, legends that we've been hearing about this whole time? I think they might be in this room over here on the side. How many do you see? Uh, I count five total. Five total. Uh, wasn't there nine? So four missing? Yes. There were three downstairs but- as well. So that's eight. Eight. Oh, so we found eight. Okay. Kyber, Four of them. You are looking in. Yep. Go ahead. Sorry. Pretty much the same. And then there was one that didn't. So. Yeah. You're looking there. Yeah. Um, most of this chamber has collapsed. Uh, the wooden floor is strewn with rubble and falls away into a foggy abyss to the south. The roof overhead is jagged and broken. Okay. And as you, I assume you're going to look into this room as well. Yeah. Well, it's literally the same. It's the same thing. So, dead end. Is this blocking my way, Tommy? Or uh, no, it was just it's, loose, uh, loose, loose uh, yeah. debris. Yeah, loose debris. The, uh, so, over over here. And, okay, we can see each other now. <laughs> Wave at Argyle. like, hey. <laughs> and then I just put, I just. Which way are you going? I'm going to walk over to him and let him know what's behind me. Uh, Uh, What we saw. Argyle, as you're walking towards him, you can see... Roll me a perception check. (laughs) Oh, excuse me. (laughs) 
19. Are walking over to Kyber. You glance to your right as the half of this chamber wall is just fucking covered. You assume that that's pretty close to probably what's lying all over the floor. Um, as you look in, uh, the west wall, so the far wall uh, of this 50 foot long, 30 foot wide audience hall has crumbled. Um, leaving a gaping hole and a pile of rubble. So literally what you're walking across. Um, uh, weapons and shields that once hung on the wall have fallen to the floor and uh, succumbed to rust. A large wooden throne is carved to resemble a dragon with unfolding wings. Faces three tall windows to the west. Slumped in a throne is a gaunt, armored figure with one gauntlet wrapped around the hilt of a greatsword. Does he notice me? From this distance, you can't tell. It hasn't moved. So still holding my finger up to my mouth, I look at Kyver and I just like chew him backwards. And he's gets the signal. And I start to move back slowly. Uh, I look to Kyver and I say, uh, what is going on? I point, at Ar- I point at Argo. I let everybody know about the five that we saw on the other side and the one that I just saw in the throne room right now. I look at Atros. Atros, do you, can you lock that other room? I nod. Don't cross this way. Go back downstairs. Take the long way around. Come back up the other staircase. Okay. Do you want me to do like a check for that, Tommy? Or no, you should be fine. All right. I'll just pop up as you see me coming up past Sirius and uh, Shanks and We Aqua on the other side. Kind of like hush as I walk up to the door and cast arcane lock on that door as well sure same thing happens the and i'm just waiting on the side now for whatever order did okay. any they, did anyone see the sword while they were in there it was just the hilt of a good sword oh okay do we even know what the sword looks like <laughs> we just know it's the hilt of a sword do we have no, another room we haven't guys what did the kids say uh he said it's, sword, a, it's sword, a it's a sun it, sword or sunlight sword or some shit yeah i don't know that it has an actual blade well we're here um, if, you, if you want i can shape shift into something probably fly in take it and come out i shake my finger and I go, why not just all of us attack it at once? Oh, no, no, no. If uh, if we can, let's try to steal it. Uh, for the, for the yeah. perception that you got, were the fingers wrapped around the hilt? <laughs> oh, shit. Out of game. Could we negotiate? Just like, they're like... They're 
paladins or whatever of Bahamut too, right? Or no, they they worship the other dragon, right? They worship Argon. Uh, no, they do not worship Argon. Oh. Argon started the order. It is the order of the Silver Dragon. Yeah, okay. They do not... The chapel that Kyber walked into had a sun relief, a rising sun. Oh, wait. Are the, the Okay. So, I mean, I assume that he tells you that the sun... So I would say uh, both Atros and Galahad, if you guys are having this conversation, roll me a religion check. Okay. Just so this is settled. Seven. Ten. You guys have no fucking idea what the religion is, unfortunately. It's definitely not about the dragon, though. You are sure of that. It is not the dragon. And we we do know that the dragon or whatever was killed and something like that, but... Yes. Okay. (coughs) Do we want to check the other rooms first or no? Out of game, you do have the potential of negotiating somehow, some way, but it depends on who you approach and how you approach them. I only ask because mm. I know, like, Galahad's a paladin of Bahamut, and I thought it was like a dragon thing. Like, maybe they w- recognize each other, but if not, that's cool. Uh, did I get a close look at any of what they were wearing? Like, their armor? What was it? Uh, no, you have not seen any of them. It was just Argyle that looked in to see the group. Uh, he did describe yeah, it was like, like tattered chainmail chain and armor. Uh, any 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 insignias? Any 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 dragon? Uh, yes. All uh, all uh, dragon helmed with the wings and the whole nine yards. It looked like they are. You've seen the sigils around here and some of the tapestries that they are knights of this particular order. Um, my my armor looks exactly like them. No. Okay. You see it change yeah i can walk in and pretend to be a follower and approach them with respect and see if they're on equal footing i i who are you going in towards i thought they're gonna give you the sword one of the rooms is arcane locked although Uh, i believe you can let other people into it if you wanted to um, I would I would say we should talk to the big guy, not the small one. The one that's by yeah, the small ones are locked away. So back right, up the- exactly. So I can want uh, ask for an audience with the guy over there. What are you guys say? Galahad, what did the flaming apparition say to you exactly? What was his request? To save his soldiers, his warriors to cleanse the temple. So essentially the same thing we learned from our, that can, from the elf. That could be my Cleanse implies statement. corruption. So would we really risk trying to speak to him? Yes, no, these beings are corrupted. They do not have rest. And, and they will still come back even if we take this one down. However, we've locked eight of them away. With the arcane lock. With this dude. Yep. I can I can talk to them and say I could try to save them and tell them I'm uh, a member of one of the dragon groups. 
Remember, they were all they were for praying, any other idea. They were praying at a sun altar. So they're what? Sorry. They were praying at the sun altar. We believe. So they may not be the dragon folks. Like they may not, you know, be them. They may be part of the group that killed the dragon and sent it to Ravenloft. Mm, good point. But we don't know. Just giving you the heads up. Yeah. I say we weigh our options before putting Weakwa in danger to go in. Yeah. The so the the first the first option was for me to wild shape and grab and haul ass out. Second option was for me to walk in and try to speak to them. Third option is sneaky sneakies go in and stabby stabbies and then we all fight. As much as I can sneak it up, I can't pry it out of somebody's hand. Kyver just puts up three fingers saying he likes option three. (laughs) Good at stealing and being quiet. I'm not that good to remove it from somebody's hand. So I can wild shape, I can stay on your shoulder, and uh, when you sneak in, I can change into something bigger, grab it, and go. Didn't you say he's uh, gripping it? Get a very tight grip on the sword. He's not letting that go. Well, what if I become a dire ape? Yeah, might as well go with option three if we're going to go that route. You're gonna hear from like down the hall, but like through your ears because of the thaumaturgy with whispers. How about I use thorn whip? Ooh, hey, what about the patcher uses thorn whip? Just an idea I just had all by myself. He actually whispered it behind me. I like I his give, voice, it's very calm. I give the thumbs up. It's your call. I definitely think that whatever we do, we do together rather than having one person take the burden of this one. Hmm. Let's gather everyone up and decide what it's going to be. As we gather down here. Yeah, we'll go get everybody on this side and tell them to come over, take the long way about and bring them all over here. Okay, everyone is able to come back around you guys and just move your pieces. Get everybody up to speed and we're weighing out options. If we plan on fighting them, keep in mind that uh, we don't know where um, the other entities went uh, when Atros chose uh, to use his his grave I mean sorry his cleric ability um, to turn undead and then um, we still have the spiders that may or may not be hungry so we don't want to spiders are two floors down um, and hopefully not a problem Spiders climb, and the the revenants are behind the the arcane locks. Okay. Hopefully, the spiders are contempt with the horse that was given to them. No, 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 no. Just wanna, you know, put it out there. 
I have a, uh, I have a crazy idea. Uh, no shit. Because <laughs> I'm crazy. So I like the idea of the door whip. I could run in and distract him. Did you know him? Move like a cat. Like I'm a cat. And run in with a little attack to the hand. And then I chose to use Dornwood to pull the sword from him. And bolt right back. And I point to Argyle. And, um, and then I hand the sword to you and you misty step and get away as far as you can. We make a break for it. All right. If this is the route we're taking, Ivor, you move up on his left. I move up on the right. You get his attention first so that I can get as far back to the side as I can. And if Atros can remove the sword and pass it to me, Misty step back out. And then you have to do whatever you can to get out of there. You'll go it. So I guess I could have to sneak sneaky. All right. So I'm going to make my way down, back around, and come over on this side. And then I'm guessing Kyver's going to be there. And got a 27 on stealth, so I want to try to sneak up on him. You have reliable talent now? Sure. I know. No. No, he's just... I have see what that. Happens uh, when, see what happens when you're not trying to be an asshole all the time? The dice gods <laughs> smile on you. <laughs> Gilead giving him advantage too. Yep. Yep. If I get any form of advantage, I would like it. <laughs> All right. Okay, so where are you guys trying to take the take this down? So the plan is to kind of creep in through the sides. Uh Kyver would get over here, distract them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd be over here waiting silently and Atros would use his thorn whip to pull the sword out of his hand and pass it over to me, and then I can misty step back out. Okay. If if I got here, I could also use sharpshooter and pretty much try and stop anything from... That might out. help, because if Kyver can't find a way to get out, right. uh, we'll need yeah. some distractions. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to be here, so I, can, I have 30 feet to get to him. And Tommy, do I have to roll stealth or anything like that? Yeah, I'd say if you guys are all rolling in the position, still. Okay. Is everyone doing it? Okay. I'm behind. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah Weak will come with me so you can cast guidance. You're on my side. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah, I'll cast guidance on. 23. Uh, but is the whole group doing a spell? Uh, I'd say the ones that are only getting super close everyone else got it cool 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 I uh, yeah you don't have to just sort of i'm not gonna do it either i'm trying to watch the hallways okay all right so i'm just like go ahead Argyle, go for it sneaky Kyra, sneaky sneak what are you doing all right. um i'm gonna hold the onyx blade handle mm-hmm. and the first thing i'm going to do is definitely rush to his hand since i'm still in stealth just one question, real okay. quick. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Twenty-eight. Have we passed by any windows as we were going through this area that we could actually like? Like, are they just glass? All the not windows hard. are glass. They're not like they're like inset to, to the stone wall. You could probably break them, yeah. 
Could you are also, yeah, windows behind him and windows on a staircase. You're also so 30 feet up from the ground. Oh, I know. Because I want to relay this to everybody. As soon as we make it back, if we have to, I'm going to use Featherfall. Like, there should just be an advanced party that's ready to get out first. And if the rest of us need to kind of wait to jump out and run out the window and jump out the window if we have to, I'll use Featherfall on this so we hit the ground and just move out. Alright. So, I'm going to use that assassinate feature. <laughs> Side note, uh, I guess kind of out of out of game, Tommy, with uh, Mind's Eye, I have the ability to do where I can knock things out of creatures' hands. Yes. Disarm. Disarm, Disarm yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So Is that's that something that thing? could potentially... Yeah, that's it's, it's a battle master thing. Yep. It's yeah, a it's a battle master, master thing, but I, but I get to... Yeah, get with to Mind's Eye, he can do the maneuvers eye. without the extra damage. As we learned in the last lesson, Knock <laughs> <laughs> with the fucking sound clips. I love it. Uh, so you're going to sneak over to him because just remember with stealth, it takes you twice as long to get there because you're being quiet. You can't like sprint and be stealthy. Yeah, I'm gonna okay. sneak over as close as I can get. Okay. Oh, 30 feet. We started here, so it'd be about here max, right? thing. I'm just wait, wait, where he can't see me. The fucking thing is not letting me. Mm-hmm. No, I I got you. There's only so many spots you can go with the grid, grid lock, so. Uh, just preemptive, I'm going to put my uh, bow back together and uh, knock an arrow, just in case. Okay. So, uh, what you doing, Kyrie? You attacking? Yep. Uh, right. Position. Roll to hit. Yep. The first one was. You get an auto crit. You get an auto crit if you land the attack. But his AC is forty-seven. Ghost. Twenty-five. 25 hits. Roll that damage. It's an auto crit. What are you using as a, a weapon? With the your onyx handle, which I'm going for his hand to try to free up the sword. Yes, but what is the weapon that you're using as that uh, again, take the damage? Coming out like a rapier. rapier kind of like the Luke Skywalker. Yep, gotcha. Again, I'm trying to get the hang of the whole critical damage scenario. So basic, you have 4d6? Yeah, I have uh, four. For sneak yeah, attack? Yeah, 4d6 for sneak 4D6. attack. 4d6. So it would be. 4d6 would be 24 points plus the d8 for the for the uh, rapier, which would be 32. And what's your modifier? D8 for the. Wait, it's a d4 for the bottom handle. Oh. No, 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 no. It, it, it depends. I just have it as d4 on the sheet, but it depends on what you pull up. So rapier is d8. Uh, so. What is the modifier? The modifier for the sword damage. Damage um, is plus seven. For damage is a plus four. Oh, plus four. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. So thirty-two. So starts off with thirty-six points total with your modifier and the uh, 
uh, powerful critical. So roll me 4d6 and a d8 and add that to 34. Or 36, I'm sorry. 36, yeah. Just say that one. <laughs> Total damage. Oof. Fifty-seven points of damage. Fifty-seven right points of damage. That's what I'm talking about. All right. So you come in and you smack this motherfucker. Fifty-seven points of damage. Um. He does not release the hilt of the sword. However, as you come down and hit him, he sort of startles and. Argyle, you see this burst of sunlight sort of come out, sort of similar to the way that Arg- uh, that uh, Kyver's uh, sword handle works, except this thing is bright and it looks just about as big, maybe a little smaller than uh, Galahad's first sword before he got Kana's Fury. Just pops out and it is this bright uh, sunlight sword it looks like and you can like feel the heat even from 10-15 feet away from you and you can see it sort of crackling with uh, like radiant energy and Kyber he turns to you and glares at you and I need you to make a DC uh, I need you to make a wisdom saving throw for me because we're fighting this fucking guy would I have been able to use Thorn Whip to try and pull it from him at the same time that Kyra attacks? <laughs> oh, I have no wisdom. That's a 12. We'll say you can give it a shot, uh, Atros. And like, as he raises it before he swings, like, maybe. Uh, actually, uh, so, Kyber, you feel this intense fear overcome you. And as you're staring into this like the burning white embers of his eyes um is that for the attack well that would have been with advantage since it was at the same time as kyber oh i will say advantage yes oh over the vantage no no not you oh uh, they both fucking whiff all right all right so unfortunately neither of them get to it uh you feel this intense fear sort of radiate from his eyes and you freeze and you are paralyzed and he looks up and sees Arga, uh, sees Atros off in the distance, does not see Argyle currently um, and he bellows uh, if you come to destroy me, know this I perished defending this land from evil over four centuries ago, and because of my failure, I am forever doomed. 
If you destroy this body, my spirit will find a new corpse to inhabit and I will hunt you down. You cannot free me from my damnation, nor would I wish it. If you have come to free this land from the creature that feasts on the blood of the innocent, know this. There is no monster I hate more than Strahd von Zarevich. He slew Argenvost, broke the life of the night I loved, and destroyed the valiant order to which I devoted my life. But Strahd has already died once. He cannot be allowed to die again. Instead, he must suffer eternally in a hell of his own creation from which he can never escape. Whatever can be done to bring him misery and unrest, I will do. But I will destroy anyone who tries to end his torment. So, Galahad, coming in from behind the wall, steps in, looks this dude in the eyes, and says, You coward! You sit here and squander with eight of your fallen brothers. For what? so that Strahd may live in torment of this land? Look around you. This land has been made in his image. Evil spans across miles due to the torment you have thought to forsaken him to. You speak of him suffering in his own hell as if it's some righteous sacrifice, but it's not. It's cowardice. You have no right to call yourself a follower of the Silver Dragon, Argonvost, and no right to be part of an order that follows the Morning Lord. For the 400 years you spent doing nothing have been 400 years of destroying all that you have claimed to be. 400 years of bloodshed at the hands of all the evils here are on you as you sit and do nothing. I've walked these halls and I've been given the task by Argonvost himself to bring you and your brother's rest. And I swear by the Platinum Dragon himself that I, Galahad, champion of Bahamut, will do what you have failed to do. I will find the skull of your leader and place it to rest. And whether you like it or not, you and the rest of your company will be given peace and the stench of failure can leave this castle. So I say to you, give me the blade of pure sunlight so that the hold that Strahd has upon this land will end at my hand and you can find some honor in your final days. And as his life seeps from his ever-living corpse, I will bask in his fear as he realizes the true death is upon him. Do not stand in my way! Oh, fuck. Oh, that was so fucking good. Yes! <laughs> that was so fucking that awesome! Fucking I, oh my God. God. so boss yes 100 here for it you hear we are you hear we are you hear we are go marry me holy shit <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now moment of truth roll oh. me that fucking intimidation check roll that meat come on roll that let's, dice. let's go let's come go. on man all right i can't bless on it's... you but like bless i just sneeze on you What'd you get? You know, you rolled, rolled 12. 12. So that was a 19. Mm, very close to 25. Yeah, it's closer than it could have been. Isn't that? Yeah. Didn't you make it with 19? No, no, no he no, needs no. to roll a 19 on the die. 19 on the die to get. Yeah. He needed to roll an 18 or above on the die to hit it. Uh, All right. F- Dude, that was f- such a. F- he <laughs> looks at you. He pauses. He's about. He was like about to go off, and he pauses, and he sort of he's very taken aback by this for a second 
And then he just lets out this guttural battle cry and just reverberates through the whole of this hall. And you can actually hear it out in the hallways outside of you. Um, I'm going to need everyone to roll initiative. Yo, your dad just had a great speech. Give him, <laughs> give him a break. Oh, I got a one. Are we supposed to see just blackness on the screen? Watch, I'm going to fucking roll a 20 right now. Yeah. <laughs> um, if you um, roll a 20 it's... now. I'm going to roll this. All I see is darkness. There you go, the map loaded. Cool, cool. You want me to just track everyone's initiative and I can just post it into the chat? Tommy, you're muted. Uh, mine's on DND Beyond. Yeah, no worries. Um, so we'll just go one by one. Turt, what did you get? I got 19. 19? God damn. Uh, sorry, I got, oh, I got someone uh, 20. I got a 22. <laughs> nice. We aqua 22. I got 19 as well. I got an 18. Wow. Ooh, we in this, man. We in this. Who got 18? Me. Oh, Kyra got 18. Oh, I'm so sorry. Uh, I did not get a 22. I'm so sorry. I got a dirty 20. I thought my initiative was a uh, plus four. It was not. Argyle? That's, that's um, I know's character. Apologies. 10? Okay. Shanks? 20. Sorry. 22. 22. Uh, Galahad. Did you ten. ten? Motherfuckers all rolled high except for like Serious? two people. Just roll them high when it counts. Right. Would you get serious? Doc? Serious, Doc. I don't know if you're talking, but we can't hear you. Ten. There we go. Oh, there we go. And glad. Glad's you're got a ten one. in my book. You know what I mean? Ten got. Glad got a ten. Glad is a one. A one. No, oh, no. she has no mod. she has no dex mod, so she's straight. Right, number one in my heart. Alright, so you want me to put in the There's no initiative. <laughs> Alright. She's got all the initiative. Tommy, we can't oh now we can see the board. Never mind. Alright, so So for all the uh, tens, do we go off of what dex or how to figure out the first? It will be the higher dex modifier will go. Oh yeah. First, so I'm assuming Argyle and then Sirius, Sirius and Galahad can go at the same time. I would assume. What does Atros have for a, a dex mod? I have uh, sixteen. Uh, higher than me. All right. Yeah. So it would be Atros than Sex. <sighs> all right. Top of the round. Shanks. Is there is there any way um, I could get insight onto anything that could potentially convince him to give us the sword and not hurt us? <laughs> you missed that chance. <laughs> yeah. Are I'm we kind of done with that? Yeah, I'm going to say that large battle cry that rang out that started the con- initiative. I'm going to say don't even waste any sort of action on that. You're fantastic. I'll be doing a, a yeah, we're fighting this guy. <laughs> yeah, this, this is guy. happening. Fight. Oh, just we just fight. for uh, battle orientation. Um, there are still the windows behind him, correct? Yes. Okay. 
I'm going to be going for that triple push shot. Go for it. <laughs> All right, so mind's eye doing push shots. Let me roll three D6s. Where are and... you? And. No. Oh, okay. oh, no, no. One, hit, one hits. That's a three, three, and a six. It's, it has to be a six or a one, a one. correct? Yes, correct. Okay. So you got so one of that push shots. One push shot. Okay. Let's do. Let's do. Um, I am going to do acid arrows. Top sure. of that. Uh, okay. Let me go ahead and roll. Do I have advantage? Uh, because he, he has he engaged with anybody besides he Kyver? Is, he is, is not engaged with anybody, and Kyver is paralyzed. Okay, so, so he no, is he is not a, no an actual threat. Yes. Okay. No sneak. So attack. no sneak attack. Gotcha. All right. And see, so that is. Thirteen. 13, 19, and 10 is at base, but that's plus the modifier. So just, sorry, I have to pull up my stuff. Mm -hmm. um, so plus nine, so that's a, it's a 22, that's a 19, and that's a 28. All three hit. All three hit. All right. <clears throat> Scenarios. Let me pull up my spreadsheet real quick. So let me calculate this fucking damage. And here we go. <laughs> do it up. All right. I'm also going to do a uh, battle maneuver. And I want to ask you something. If I do a battle maneuver for the same maneuver as Mind's Eye, if it hits, does it just count as the same thing where I can't duplicate it? Like, if I, if I did a push shot with one and I did... Um, a battle maneuver. With you wouldn't another. be able to stack it, but if you didn't hit with Mind's Eye and you wanted to do a battle maneuver with the ones that didn't hit, then gotcha. I would say you could do that. They would not stack. Okay. You wouldn't be able to do two push attacks at once on the same gotcha. arrow. Okay. All right. Cool. Just want to know. Mm -hmm. All right. So damage. Let me go ahead and see calculating. Um, oh, shit. I forgot Sharpshooter. Ah, that's well, fine. I didn't call it before. Hmm? Uh, yeah. No worries. All right. Uh, so D eight. Shit, where the fuck is my other D eight? <laughs> All right, I'll just roll these. Oh, here it is. All right, that's seven seven two plus four four four. So that's sixteen. Oh shit! Oh great, I dropped it. Oh, this is great. All right, here we go. <laughs> Do one shot at a time, hilarious. so you have a total that you can just add on to. It'll be all easy. right, all right, all right. I promise. So, okay, got that. All right, then I gotta add in arrows. So the arrows is uh, four and three. And then uh, no sneak attack. Uh, I'll do two with the maneuvers. That's a six and a three, so that's nine. And all right, so that is 44 points of damage. Mm -hmm. And on top of that, uh, he's got to roll three strength uh, saves to see if each one pushes him back. I think 15. I think it's 10. 15 feet? 10 feet? I believe it's 10. 
Okay. 10 or 15. Ouch. We'll we'll go with whichever. Doesn't I'll check it. I'll check it. Yeah. Um, so what's the DC? Um, the DC is going to be 14, I think. Shit, 15 feet per arrow. Oh, nice. It's 15, 15 feet. Big. Okay. And help me out. Where do I see the DC again? Uh, it is your. It is eight plus your proficiency plus your strength and or your strength or your dex, whichever one you want to use. Okay, I'll use I'll use dex. So, four. So you said. I'm sorry. One more time. Eight plus your proficiency eight. plus your okay. dex modifier. Gotcha. Okay, so fifteen. Fifteen. Saves on one. Saves on two. Does not save on the third one. And this pushback. 15 feet. All right. All right. I am done. All right. So, initiative count 20. Lair actions. Emanating from Vladimir Horngard. You see a burst of uh, a burst of icy cold wind and snow begins to erupt from him engulfing at the very least let's get this radius up here 60 feet in radius um all of the creatures within the blizzard suffer the following. Any vision reliant primarily on sight or hearing is reduced by 10 feet. Uh, non-magical flight is impossible. Ranged attacks, uh, ranged weapon attacks are at disadvantage. Uh, all creatures gain resistance to fire damage. So if you have resistance to fire damage or don't, you have that now. And, uh, and that's it. So we are going to go to... Tommy, you said uh, the radius is 60 feet, but is it contained inside the room or it's everything outside uh it spills out into the hallway so if you are in this radius you are affected by said blizzard your movement is halted to, or your vision so you can't see your it. vision your vision is is obstructed uh by 10 feet okay so Which like if you have dark vision out to you know like if your if your vision is like a sense usually your vision is about your walking speed about 10 to 15 feet mm-hmm. uh Usually it's about 10, 15 feet. You're, you can see like maybe five, 10 feet in front of you max. Would you be able to what, what put the radius on him? Like? Hmm? What? what does what we're fighting look like? He is a revenant. So he looks like an undead like soldier, but he is sentient. So he's this big knight that has this giant glowing like sword made of sunlight that's like almost as big as Galahad's sword. And he's really pissed off because he's got three arrows in his chest. Uh, so that is going to be We Aqua next. Um, I'm I'm currently outside the room. Yes, you are down uh, on the corner um, of the hallway uh, right over here next to... So six. I'm fully aware that this fight is happening, right? Yes, you are fully aware. You saw, you could see Shanks from here. He shot off three arrows in rapid succession. You heard the whole speech from Galahad, and you heard the battle cry, and and you heard this burst of energy. And all of a sudden, there's like wind and snow around you. It's like a blizzard inside right now. All right, so I want to take my full movement and uh, 
every my full round movement to get to the door that has the arcane lock on it that is keeping the rest of them out. Mm-hmm. Do you know uh, what I'm talking about? Yeah, I know and, what you're uh, yeah, I want to be okay, over there. So, what's your movement? I'm trying. I can't. Thirty. Uh, Thirty. So you're gonna use. Yes, yeah, so sixty your damage. Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah. So I can't move it right now because it's on my phone. No worries. So 10, 20, 30, 40, 50. You can get right over. You're not at the door, but you're like right next to the door. That's fine. I stay there. I end my turn. All right. It is now. The Revenant's turn. And I'm going to have these fuckers are going to come up and try and open the door. Doesn't open, so they're going to try and break it down. The DC's what, like? It's uh, add it a 10, 10 normally for a wooden door, so I add a 10 to it. So yeah, yeah so like... 20. So it's going to be a combined check between the two of them. There you are. They use their actions to break through the door. They burst out through here. And then these three are able to make their if they, way out. If they get within my range, can I hit one of them? Uh, you would have had to have readied an action. Oh, I use my action to move. Correct. Yes. So unfortunately, yeah. oh good, yeah no no, um, no totally I completely forgot yep, and that's as far as they can get currently. They are out, um, and I'm gonna say that there are going to be two attacks against you, We Aqua. Hey man, I didn't do nothing to y'all. I'm alive. <laughs> two multi attacks. Two multi attacks. Yes, two so of them several, are attacking you. So there are going to be four uh, several with fucking long attacks. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, and I don't have my armor. You should have you, your armor on. You have the same armor. No, you just, you just no, 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 no. Fire thing. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. The, yeah, you just you don't have the fire. This, but you kept the same AC. Yeah, no, I know, I know. No, you no, just no, have the fire. I wanted yeah, them to all. get hit with fire. Yeah. Well, you took that off, so. Unfortunately, uh, um, no, no, yeah, totally. Yeah, you know, RP, it's great. So, uh, one does not hit. Uh, there's a secondary, uh, the first one misses with his first slash, comes back across and hits with a 22. Yeah, of course. So that one hits, and then the second one comes back, and a, uh, a 19 and a 15. Uh, one hits. One hit, so secondary one, so that is going to be thirty points of slashing damage. Altogether? Altogether. Okay. Uh that is going to be the revenant's turn. And it goes to Atros. Okay, so the whole vision thing. I don't have any type of special vision. Just regular so with regular vision for everyone else. Um what is obscure? Like how far would I actually be normally see? You'd maybe be able to see about 10 feet. Uh, usually regular vision, if it's well lit, and I'll say this is fairly well lit, uh, you'd be able to see probably about 20 to 30 feet. Like, clearly, you can see about 10 feet right now. Okay. So I think I'm going to move 
up to 30 feet. Mm -hmm. And then I'm going to cast third level Thunder Wave. Rad. Okay. And uh, that's going to be a DC 14 Constitution saving throw. Okay. 14 con. Gotcha. And then I have Arcane Firearms. So There'll be 5d8 worth of damage. So I'll just roll the damage and whatever is halved is halved. Sounds good. What did you say was the DC? 14. 14. He rolls a 15. All right. Oh, that's Shattuck. My bad. Um, what's the damage? Oh, same damage. Cool. Same damage, I believe. All right. So it's going to be 26. Half is 13 points of damage. Excellent. And he is you... not pushed back. He is not. Uh, you let this huge thunderclap go, and there's actually sort of like an envelope with the concussive force of the thunderclap where you can sort of see him, and it, it hits him, and he just sort of stands there and takes it and sort of just has this almost like distant stare, like he's just ready to fucking wreck house whenever he has the opportunity. Right, um, in that moment, would the thunder we, thunderous explosion basically have blasted away some of the snow? Or? Uh, it, like I said, it's, it, think of it like this is a consistent storm, so it's like it sort of blows away a pocket, and the, like for that second, it sort of pushes everything out. The windows do break behind him, so it, there's like wind coming in and out of these windows now, but the storm is still swirling around him and in the area. Um, but for that second, you do see like a pocket where it sort of like clears out. It's almost like a whoosh, and it's like silent for a second, and then whoosh, everything comes back in. All right, cool. I'm, as a bonus action, I'm going to grab my shield and transform it into a shield. And while doing that, you're going to hear me call out, Ah, distinctly I remember it was in the bleak December, and I lock eyes with him. Mm, wonderful. Zex, you are up, and Kyber, you are on deck. All right. Um, I am going to back up out of this. Wait. Uh, yeah, I'm going to back up out of the um, the storm. Um, kind of try to make sure that this loud, like, um, noise... Um, didn't tell the spiders to come up too um so <laughs> so um so essentially i'm going to uh watch try to watch that hallway watch the hallway i'll say barrage and hold my action for the first enemy that i can see uh that comes down the hallway like right here all right go barrage pop that bad boy out for the first enemy that is in this hallway that you're in yeah essentially if i can get line of sight on an enemy i'm firing okay um and because they are all undead i have a straight roll for the disadvantage me yes you do sounds good all right so you're right down there gotcha all right kyver you sir are paralyzed watching this happen and as you are um uh as you are sort of seeing this you feel this sort of distant tug towards like 
far off and your the snow sort of swirls into like almost a wind and you are transported back to when you were young when you were a cub and coming home one day to find your mother and your father dead there like you distinctly remember this although it's it's like seeing it for another a second a second time walking in into the small house on the farm that your your family lived on and you see your father is is like right up close to the door a a shattered long sword in his hand and he is just torn to pieces and his uh, for the further in that you go you see your mother and she is like in in the back end of the house and she is like almost in a defensive position and she is she does not seem to be as physically wounded but you could there is a look of sheer terror and pain that sort of like warps her face and she's she's definitely no longer there you reach out and you just just the simple words of, you know this is the thing that the child would do would, would just come up and, and try and wake wake your parents up and they they, they won't wake up and you hear footsteps behind you and it is these humans hum- humans that you've seen before the nobleman Vitalis and his son now the younger you doesn't understand what this is but you do understand what is about to happen and as the sun reaches out to grab you by the scruff of the neck. You sort of fade back in. The snow begins to come back in. And that is the end of your turn. So we are going to go to... Uh, it is now Vladimir's turn. Tommy, uh, Kyra doesn't, doesn't roll to get out of the fear yet, or that's after Vladimir? That's after his turn. He is paralyzed until the either he takes damage or he at the end of Vladimir's turn. Ah, okay. So after this, he will no longer be paralyzed, but he will be frightened. Which means, like I said at the beginning, he's going to have to run away. Run away, and at the end of his turn, he can roll a DC 15 wisdom saving throw, and if he succeeds, then he is shaken out of the fear and he can go back in. If not, then he's going to continue to try and stay as far away from this dude as he can. Until he, until it either runs out or he saves. Um, so, Vladimir is going to walk towards. Actually, all right. Vladimir is going to walk towards Atros, and with his, um, with the Sun Sword. Uh, he is going to uh, take two swipes at you. Uh, multi-attack. I'm ready for it. Cut. Let's 
going to be uh, an 18 and a, a 22 to hit. I'm going to use shield while looking at this guy, and a mm-hmm. burst of energy just comes up, and I'm just going to go and block it. Excellent. Cool, cool. That is going to be his turn. And when he does that, I'm going to say, nameless here, forevermore. Just looking at him, almost like mocking him. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. So that is his turn. Uh, we are going to go jump next to all the tens. So it's going to go Argyle, Galahad, and then Sirius. <clears throat> all right. I want to cast uh, Asha's Hideous Laughter on him. Okay. And sure. it's a wisdom saving throw of 13. Wisdom saving throw of 13. Uh, that is going to be he rolled an 18. So unfortunately, as you cast this, it hits and then just whoosh, sort of bursts off of him and he doesn't even notice you. He's focused very intently on Atros right now. Uh, you do have a bonus action and movement. Does Argyle roll? I mean, um, Kyver roll his save now? Uh... He is no longer paralyzed, so at the start of his turn, he has to book it. Uh. So, Argyle, you have a bonus action and uh, movement for whatever you'd like to do. So if I use my moving, uh, I can get behind him and sneak attack him? Or he's uh, ever, or you said he moved towards Atros already, right? Yeah, so he would be right there. So you could flank him. You could flank him, but you wouldn't be able to attack him. Okay. Um, because the the bonus action attack comes from you would if you were attacking and then offhand bonus action attack. So if you cast a spell, then there would be no bonus action attack. No bonus action attack. All right. Um, yeah, no, I'll just end my turn then. Okay. Uh, Galahad, you're up. Okay. <clears throat> um, when I spoke, did I... Is it safe to say that I was here then? Yes, yeah, you would be there. Okay. Uh, I doubt I can get to him, but... Nope. I can go right here, I guess. Sure. Uh, all right, somebody's on my movement and get to, I guess, here. Oh, somewhere that's 30 feet. You know what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and somewhere about I, there. Okay. He's cheating. He's cheating. Kill him. <laughs> okay. Um, since they put me there... Or I, I am out of range, correct? Uh, you are... Uh, no, you would be within range of him. You're cool. within five feet. BRB. BRB. Alright, here we go. Gonna roll to hit. Do it up. First attack misses, of course. Second attack is a... 24. 24 hits. Okay, so we're going to do that. So, Remember, Smite is right. Smite is always right. If I get smoked, and you get smoked. 
All right, so we are going to do a a regular attacks first. Nice. So six plus six plus four. Uh, That is plus five. Uh, We're at 21. Then we're going to roll. We're going to do a level two smite. Cool. Five D8, correct? Uh, Level one is... Level level one is no, it would be f- it would be no, four be four four D eight four D eight. Level three would be five. Yeah, because he's undead. I get the extra. Yep. Yeah. Um. So we're gonna roll. Okay. So let's And then we're gonna do a bonus action. Uh, and use my uh, my art of war dice. Okay. Um, and he and I'm going to use a uh, trip. Okay. Uh, so he has to make a uh, DC 15 uh, shrink save. I believe is what we have. Cool. Uh, he fails. However, he's going to use one of his legendary resistances to save. That's right. Burn those shits. Let's go. All right, 40 points of damage. Cool. Excellent. So you come in, you miss with the first swing of Kana's Fury, and then you, as he sort of dodges out of the way, you come back up from hip to fucking shoulder and slice him straight across. So you actually break some of the arrows that uh, Shanks had put in into him earlier in, in the uh, round, and he just falls back a little bit, almost almost falling to the ground, and he catches himself and readies himself for another round of some fucked up shit. So, Smite is right. I dig it. Sirius, you are up. Uh, let's see. Wait, not the the hallway now, I mean, I'm not affected by the, um, limited view, right? Uh, you are. Oh, okay. The, it, it goes out to, like, here. Oh, shit. So it encompasses... Uh, very large area. And what is it? You said it cuts it to ten. It cuts your vision to ten. So if you're if you're doing not, a ranged attack, it's at disadvantage. Oh, but not my movement, right? Not your movement. Your movement is not okay. stopped. Okay. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, about there. Yeah, you guys can see the line, right, Drew? Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. You beat me to it. Should I see how far? Okay, so. Good enough. Ten. Ten. Sorry, I'm just trying to figure out my movement without a. So I'm going to move right here. Um, I will. Each each one of those st- stone squares is like 10 feet. So. Okay. Oh, wait. So, oh, so if like you were right these? here, if you were, if you were here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You could get right about there. Yeah. Just wanted to okay. make sure we were. Yeah. That's how I was measuring it when I was making the moves. You got it. You got it. <laughs> um, okay. And I will. 
Okay, so I can't do that. All right. Um, <laughs> as a Russian, you know, I, I've heard the scream of Russian, and I see uh, this Galahad, Atros, and Kyver, uh, like pretty much facing off like they're about to get smacked like flies in front of a giant guy. Um, I quickly kind of like look at all three and to um, shield of faith on Kyver because I can see he's uh, looks like he's panicking a bit. Yeah. Okay. So Kyver's AC goes up by two. You cast shield of faith. I believe that is a bonus action to do shield of faith. Okay. I, th- I think you correct me if uh, I'm wrong here because uh, um, it sorry. is a bonus action. It is a bonus you can action. Still use the cantrip if you want. Okay. Um. Oh yeah, shit! I can't do that one because it's a, a touch. <laughs> uh, you know what? I am just gonna hold off for now. <laughs> All right. It is now Sir Gwilwin's turn. So this dude, right over meow. Uh, uh, uh. Gwilwin. Uh, yeah, Gwilwin. G W I L Y M. He's one of the revenant oh. that's in there. Dude. One of the what? One of the revenant. One of the dudes that came out of that room. Why is it their turn and not mine? Because they, I have three separate initiative rolls for the individual ones. Because there are two yeah. main revenant, and then there are the grunt revenant. So. And then it's me. And then it will be you. Okay. All right. So. He is going to. Let's see if we move at thirty feet. He is going to slip through over here, past the other side of Weaqua, and he is going to take a multi-attack on Weaqua. And it would be at advantage because he is currently flanking him. I mean, I can't see him, right? From that far? Uh, within, uh, you cannot, no, he's, he's off, he's like just on the inside of that corner. And also, and also it's like seeing through that blizzard, no way you'd be able to see him. Gotcha. Okay, cool. So the first swing is going to be a, oh, wrong one. First swing is going to be a 19 to hit. And the second one is going to be a 13 to hit. For Weakwa, I assume. One hit, one dodge. It's going to be another uh, 15 points of slashing damage as he swings and misses on the first one and comes down with the second. No. Boo. You smell. I know. I tell him. He just looks at you like, what? Uh, glad you are up, and then it will be Shanks. But I'm, I'm going to just do fourth level magic missile, I think. Uh, you currently do not see anybody to cast magic missile at. You are on the opposite oh. side of the wall from where everything's happening. Um, so then my bonus action would have to be to move then. Or you're, you have your movement, and you could... You could use your movement to get up to the corner, okay, and then you could use your action as a dash to get within the room, and then you could okay. cast as a bonus action 
spiritual weapon, but you would not be able to cast magic missile because it's an action. Okay, let's do what you just said. Okay. So we'll pop <laughs> you right here. <laughs> I just want to make... No, that makes sense. I, I didn't realize I wasn't in front of the gang. No, you got, you were you were sort of chilling in the back. Um, so we're going to do that, and we're going to... Where would you like to cast your... Uh, where would you like to put your... Uh, your weapon. Where, uh, can you point to where I am again? You are right here. Okay. And the enemy is here? Right there. Yep. Okay. Can I cast it right here? Sure. I believe you can cast it within 60 feet. So you could cast it literally okay. right next to him if you wanted to. Oh, okay. I can do it right here. Sorry. Yeah, you can definitely do that. I'm just going to pull up the... I have your actual thing. I just need my, to go... My staff thingy with the, mm-hmm. gold, with the blue ball on top. Blue ball. No, or <laughs> pretty pretty damn close to it, at least. Yeehaw. There we are. All right. I did a thing, guys. Wish me luck. <laughs> Boom. And you can actually attack, so roll for an attack. Really? Yep. With... Um, uh, with... Uh, what nah, it, spiritual oh, weapon. Yeah, spiritual weapon. That's what I was looking for. Yeah, oh, so I thought it, it took two turns. Nope, we actually looked it up. Yeah. And it does not. You can attack on the first cast. So. So this is level four spiritual weapon. I'm. I just. Ooh, you cast fourth level spiritual weapon. God damn. Yeah. So you're using your fourth level right Describe up your spiritual weapon. weapon. Huh? Describe the weapon and how massive and deadly how it looks. boss it is. Wait, so this is not the same thing as my staff? It's a new thing? Well, consider it like... It's level four. Oh, right, oh, it got upgraded. Right. It it's upgraded. amped up. It's amped Damn, up. Damn, I, 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 I wish I knew I would have thought about what it looks like, but I guess... No worries. <laughs> well, every, every time you cast it, you can kind of flavor it differently, so this will just Ooh, be one time. Can it be... Oh, can I show you a thing, and then you guys can picture it? Hold on. I want to show you something, and then you guys can... Picture. Sure. Don't worry, we're not, no, we're Let's not do in it. any. We don't want to die very fast. We want to die. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So picture instead of just a staff, it's an entire giant tree, but each of. Gosh darn it! Get this. Motherfucker, we hit him with a tree. I love it. <laughs> and you get it. She, 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 she said damage. She, she said you can't hit trees, but she didn't okay. say trees can't hit can't you. Hit you. Can hit <laughs> Thank you. Thank okay. you. Exactly. So I guess that trees don't hit back thing doesn't doesn't play. Nah, you seen Groot though? Mm-hmm. Nope. <laughs> so this tree, this tree is about the size of the Empire State Building. Yes, oh, it would God. not be the size of the Empire State Building here, but a smaller, like basically the same size as him, fucking <sighs> appears. Wait, and... but I also have to explain: the okay. leaves are made of the same blue crystal that was on the staff of the ball. Fuck oh, yeah. yes. oh, yes. go let's go! It. I dig it. If you're so not this... on tonight, okay? <laughs> <laughs> so this this tree just sort of appears out of nowhere. Galhad and Atros, you both see this just right behind this thing, and it's got these crazy blue crystals on it, and it swings down for a strike, so roll uh-huh. a d20 and add seven to it. Ooh, seven? That's the most I've ever had to add for anything, but guess mm-hmm. what? I know how to do it on this thing now. Yeah. So level four, spiritual weapon. Yep. Right So, 13? 
And then I do two D8 plus three. That's 13, un- 13 unfortunately does not hit. So it swings and unfortunately goes just over the top of him. However, oh. you do get an attack every every turn and it does move up to 20 feet every turn as well. The okay, and then next. so... Oh, sorry. No, no, go ahead. 20 feet. And then so two D8 plus three is what? Is the damage. So if you hit, oh, you do two D8 plus I knew three. That. There you I knew go. That. 101. Excellent turn. <laughs> top of the order. Shanks, what are you up to? Also, sorry. Also, I, I am hoping that people can draw my spiritual weapon now at level four. So feel Fuck free. Yeah. Feel free. <laughs> Shanks, what are you doing? Awesome. Shanks actually has a second of thought. He he glances at his bow just just long enough not to take up an action or bonus action, but um. Mm-hmm. He looks at his bow and he starts to realize something. He thinks that he's been going about mind's eye the wrong way. Maybe it's not about applying the thought to the individual action. Maybe it's seeing the end result first, taking the wisdom from his patron and understanding that it is the long-term effect that he should be gearing for and not the short-term. Sure impact so he begins to envision this motherfucker spinning like a top he looks at the hit of the tree and notices that the direction in which uh he's affected if projected and pushed uh would spin him right out of that fucking window behind him Mm -hmm. so envisioning that he now tries to attempt his same push shots Okay. With the picture of the spin happening. Okay. All right. All right. So roll for a ten. Yep. So mine's on triple push shot. Uh, one of those. One of those. Okay. It's one. All right. One on the push shot. This time I'm going to I'm going to attempt sharpshooter on one. Okay. Remember, if you're doing sharp, even if you're doing sharpshooter, you're shooting. It's disadvantage. It's disadvantage with a ranged weapon in the blizzard. Yeah. Oh, it's just, ah, never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. I, trust me. Trust me. I would. Yeah, no, 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 no. I'm like, no me. fucking ham, kid. But no, no, no. You're right. You're right. It's a disadvantage. Don't okay. use that. Don't let that negative five fuck you over. Yeah, also, exactly, don't, right? also, don't let your weapon respond to you. Like, no, that's not how this this works. <laughs> All right, let me throw it as a group. Um, what else did I have to call beforehand? What arrows I'm using? I'm going to use the acid arrows again. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's go for it. Okay. Ooh, there's two in there, so that doesn't hit. Um, 17 and, and 11 plus the modifier, which is what again? Shit. Can't 17 and 11 on. So you roll disadvantage yeah, with all 17. three? All no, three no, of those. So. All three of those okay, shots are right. disadvantage. Okay, so I turned it to seven and sixteen for the seventeen. So sixteen, seventeen is the only one I think that hits. Okay. Yep. All right. But I applied the push shot to that. Sure. Fantastic. All right. Of course, I'm um, going to let you do that, Hutch. Go for it, man. I know you are. <laughs> um, Make them burn see. those legendary resistances. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> let me go ahead and. See one more thing. All right, so I pick the arrow. No sneak attack, disadvantage. Done, 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 done. Okay. So now it's just 
damage time, right? Mm-hmm. Damage time it is. All right, so six on the D eight plus. Let's see. So that's ten for the base. Base damage. Arrow damage is going to be a four plus two for the sharpness, which is what I forgot last time. Mm-hmm. Um, so and then. Let's let's action surge on this. So you could put the sixteen down. Okay. And then, uh, and that's the push shot. So it's going to be a DC. And that's a push shot. Fifteen. DC fifteen. Oh, action surge! If he doesn't get pushed out the window, uh, he succeeds. Of course he does. Action surge on that. Two more shots. Mind's eye. One out the two, not bad. Right. At least I'm getting one. Um, and those were both at disadvantage. Disadvantage. Well, I haven't. I haven't rolled attack. I just rolled mind's eye. Oh, cool. Seventeen and a one. So that misses. And uh, eight and an eight plus. That's plus the modifier, which is nine. So that's seventeen. Just hits. Just hits. Fantastic. Push shot. And you can so. put that push shot on there. So fantastic. Another six on the D eight plus four. So that's another ten. It says a DC fifteen. DC fifteen and seven plus the two. Plus the two. So that's nine. So that was. All, t- all together is 35. 35 total, including that's, that 16? That's including the 16, so 35 total damage. Um, and two push shots. He passed the first one. Did he pass the second one? Uh, I want you... He did not pass the second one. I want you to roll a d6 for me. Fantastic. And that is a two, sir. Okay. Uh, he manages to not fall out of the window, uh, but is pinned up against this wall now. Not pinned permanently, but he is pushed back into the wall, and he manages to save himself from getting pushed out of the window. Push him out the oh, fucking oh. window, man. I do. <laughs> Dude, I, I did. Uh, Tommy, Tommy, DM question. Mm-hmm. Are you using Yun's uh, falling rules? Where if we jump out the window to attack, the falling damage gets transferred, or we're not doing that? Yeah, I would do that. Okay, you push his ass out the fucking window. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) All right. So, at initiative count 20, lair action, I need everyone to make a wisdom saving throw. Uh, anyone who's 10 feet gets a plus two. Even, uh, even Weako, who's outside the room. Mm-hmm. Oh, great. Was it a plus two? Wisdom. Natural yeah. 20. Good. I got a 15. 14. Okay. You said I plus, got a 10, but plus do two I have plus two? Oh, shit. No, I said I got a... I got it. you roll the one. If you're, if, sorry, if you are ten feet around me, you get a plus two to your save. 
Uh, but I, think that's character all, again? I think that's only Atros. Atros and yeah, it's just Atros. And uh, I think uh, and Kyver. Kyver. Uh, Atros oh, Ky- and Kyver. Yeah. Yeah. I would say Atros and Kyver. Everyone else does not get that plus two. Argyle doesn't count? Ar- Argyle. Yeah, Argyle. Is, Argyle, too. is Argyle in there 10 feet? Yeah. Oh, yes, he does. So Argyle also gets it as well. Okay. Oh, awesome. Wait, what, what uh, saving throw did I have to make? Wisdom. Uh, wisdom. DC uh, 50. Yep. I have no wisdom, so um, that's just going to be an eight. Okay. So, Turt, what did you get? I got a 14. 14. Um, Kyver got an eight. All right. I got a five. I realized I have a plus six to my wisdom, so I got a 21. 21. Okay, so. 21. Yeah, I got a 14. 14. Uh, natural 20. 15. Natural 20. natural 20 with a total of 22. Mm-hmm. We all um, got a five. Cool. And what did you get, Shanks? Seven. Seven. Um, everyone you who sound rolled, big, man. Everyone who rolled under a 17 you drift into a memory and you are stunned so that would be atros kyver glad uh we aqua shanks and what did you get serious 14 14 and serious so just zex uh, Zex and Galahad are the only ones that are not stunned for this next round. Big guns coming. <laughs> that means we can't go for this round. That means you cannot. You cannot even. You're. You're essentially, like, just like it was at the beginning before we started. Uh, before you guys started coming into this building, like you would just sort of stop and sort of your gate. It's not like you're. Oh, I can't move. It's more of a you've gone into like a memory and you're sort of reliving this thing. So you are oblivious to what's happening to you right now for until the next round. Cool, cool. All right. Can so I can you what? mentally command Gilead to use the help action on Kyber? Yes, you can. So roll a second time, Kyber. Or actually, um, it's. Galahad succeeded, right? Okay. Uh, Galahad succeeded, yes. Okay, I'm going to have mentally command Gilead to fly over to assist Galahad so that he gets advantage on his first attack roll then. Okie doke. So Gilead makes his way over to your shoulder. You see that little silver owl sort of flutter over in this crazy, crazy blizzard. Like, it takes a second, and he's sort of wobbling all over the place, and eventually Gilead lands on your shoulder. And he will be using the help action on your next attack. So that is going to be Wiaqua. You are stunned. Um. All right. So that is unfortunately all for your turn. Um, uh, well, I, I would just like to have a mental thought of looking at door at the door and just mm-hmm. going. You could have just held. You could just held for a quick sec. That's it. I am my turn. <laughs> It is now uh, the Revenant's turn. Uh, these bad boys are going to go straight past you. Uh, being and, and you can sort of, you don't even see any of this. You're going, you're drifting off into another memory. Um, but Wouldn't they get an advantage on me, though, if they attacked me? They would, but they are being waved, which you don't see. They are being waved by Sir Godfrey right here. This dude is going like, come on, the big dude needs our help. So 
okay, your, cool. your small potatoes in to comparison fair. to everyone. Yeah, no, yeah. no, no, you're absolutely okay. right. The other, the, the other dude is staying behind, so he, he's he may be coming after you. Um, okay, cool. I just wanted to be fair. That's all. Yep. These guys make their way over here. Can I shoot now? Uh, you can take a shot. Yes. Uh, shooting into that will be a disadvantage, but you will be rolling a straight shot uh, because uh, they are your favorite enemy. Yes, sir. Five arrows. Let's, let's do it up. Sure, you roll those, and I'm going to roll two multi, uh, multi-attack multi against Shanks and a multi-attack against um, uh, Sirius, which are both at advantage because they are um, they are stunned. So you roll your stuff and let me know what you got to hit. Okay, so that's going to be a... So one hits on Shanks. The one that hits is a 22. The one that misses is a 14. And two on uh, Sirius. It's going to be 16, which I don't think hits. Oh, wow. You got lucky, Sirius. Rolled garbage on that second one. So two of them miss on Sirius. One hits on Shanks for 15... um, 15 slashing damage. Tommy, he's catching this fire, right? He is catching this fire. Fantastic. What's that, a d6? 1d6. Oh, take that four. Take Ooh, that four. Take that. Yes, Tommy, sir. I rolled a... Th- that, take- uh, for my two attacks, I rolled a 12, an 18, a 23, 16, 15, 10, 9, 24, 24. Jesus, tap dancing Christ. Um... <laughs> Anything over a 13 hits. 13 or over hits. Ooh, baby. So only three missed. Cool. You get, you get any, uh, you get extra damage for a favorite enemy, correct? Oh, yes. yes. Yes, he does. Yes, good. It's about to be a whole ass problem here. Do it. Do it. Get rid of these goons, man. Give me more time. Give me, give me <laughs> one sec. I'm going I'm to I'm pull a tone. Pull up that calculator. <laughs> <laughs> this is why we use spreadsheets so out here, fam. Mm-hmm. Yo, the spreadsheets really help. Roll that beautiful I, I, bean I damage. Had, I had a spreadsheet for Asuvius because it was getting out of hand, but I was like, I'm just going to do the calculator. <laughs> <laughs> like, X for great weapon master hits. Not that. I was like, it was a whole, they had so many if statements in there for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. For the, for the, I <laughs> oh, this like, man was one whole if statements. I was literally just typing in numbers. Oh, yeah, I did. Because I was trying to make it so, like, I just had to type things in. So it was like da- uh, damage oh, dice nice. number nah. X if great weapon hit, so it would give me the full calculation. The extra X if I was raging, so I got the plus three. I had like a whole thing. <laughs> nah, right. if you get that ridiculous, I just use the five E thing. I can just be like, oh, type in like fifteen D whatever D eight yeah. and plus whatever, like five D six plus twelve or some shit like that, and it just adds up and boom, does it for you. Calculations. Calculations. Fucking me and Vladimir one on one right now. 
Whoever the first motherfucker is is coming down that hallway got sixty one points of damage on those okay. two shots. Oh shit! On, on two? On two? Uh, uh, well, technically, I did barrage. He, he did got, barrage. He got, he got okay. a bunch of arrows, but still. <laughs> I mean, in the face. And I could have been a, a dick about being half uh, the half cover because he's literally standing in behind Shanks, but it, it doesn't really matter. Oh so, yeah, it's fine. It's good. Uh, he's still up? Oh, yeah, he's still up. <laughs> Say <laughs> fucking less. Oh, I'm so excited. Sure. I got more of them coming. There's, um, three, more, there's three more downstairs. Are they downstairs, though? No. We, we, we good. We don't know if they can teleport. We absolutely good. Who said anything about teleporting? Tone, between me and you, we good, fam. We good. My, just, we just got Vladimir down. Ju- just, <laughs> just, Vladimir. just my favorite enemy calculation was 24 points. There you go. Just my favorite enemy calculation. Spoiler alert, you didn't lock all of the doors out of the chapel. Uh, uh, yeah, we did. That's right. Uh, oh, I know. Uh, yeah, there's a, there's a stairwell door. I think the one that's... The one that goes up to the second floor. Yeah. Which is why I'm waiting where I'm waiting. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sure. All right. We are going to jump to Atros. You are stunned. Uh, Zex, you are not stunned. It is now your turn. All right. Um, well, shit. Let's see if I can go for go for broke. Uh, I'm gonna move over. So, I, for for Fairzies, like I'm not you know half covering on uh, on homeboy. And um, give me a sec to have some fun. I'm just curious. Was that a whole round that just went? Oh no, no, they went before Zex. Yeah, right? Is that what it was? yes. Oh, okay, they went before Zex. The five for barrage. You have to keep rolling that, or you have five for a minute. No, he, whatever the D six says, he rolls it. It's random every time. Oh, okay. Yep. He could roll three ones. I roll. He can roll three. One, I roll one ten. Oh, and two or four. There you go. Uh, so seven arrows. Uh, 21. Mm-hmm. If it's uh, 13 or above. Oh, right, right. So 16, 21. Uh, hit, hit. 18. Hit. Uh, natural one. Miss. And uh, seven. So, no. Miss. So, so three, three out of the six? Oh, there's seven think, arrows. So there's one more. Yep. Uh, 20. Dirty 20, sorry. Yeah, that hits. So, so four. Four arrows hit. So that's what f- plus four for each one of your. Uh... I only I only rolled an uh, under a ten for one of them. Okay. I mean, I'm sorry for two of them. I rolled the natural one and the, and the natural two, but everything else was above ten, so it would have landed. So five five out of this seven total arrows. Okay, so that's one more than I had. Okay. That's fine. Oh, and by the way, it would, if you're going to be calling out numbers, call it out with your uh, with your modifier. So I'm not just going off the dice roll. And you're like, wait, actually, these ones hit too because I didn't say the plus five or the plus nine. Just for future reference, oh, everyone does it. God. I do it too. So just future reference. It will yeah. be easier if you're going to call out numbers. Give me the whole number and don't wait to give the modifier until afterward. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. No doubt. So that's eight. 
plus 21 is 49 points. Nice. Another barrage of arrows hits this thing. And Shanks, like, you you don't see this, so when you come out of this stunned round, like, there's just going to be a revenant that has, like, fucking 12 arrows in his chest. Uh, still up, but he is Jesus not Christ, looking good. I pumped 100 plus points in that man. You Damn did. it. But not enough. <laughs> not enough, though. Uh, all right. That's right. That's cool. I'm with it. Told you guys it's it's it will eventually get harder so this is I'm, this is that I'm point this is this is this is the stuff that i have like a favorite enemy all that stuff like i'm here for yeah. it let's go i had a game that we was trying to lock, keep that door locked in game fuck this shit 100 mm-hmm. <laughs> uh kyver you are stunned uh so you are unable to move it is Yay. now. yep <laughs> it is now vlad's turn uh Vlad sees that some shit's going down and uh, as part of his one of his legendary actions, he calls for aid and spectral warriors begin to appear throughout the room. This is turning into a whole bunch of nope. God damn It's a lot of spectral war. It's a whole bar house brawl, man. What'd you expect? (laughs) This just went crazy. All right. And Galahad, you can see this. uh, A burst of what looks like necrotic energy radiates from him, and some of the wounds begin to heal. Uh, So he is going to... um, Send his spectral warriors who are going to act on his turn. Uh, what do we got? Galahad? Is that Galahad? Is that you right there, Galahad? Yeah. I can't see. There's so much shit on my screen right now. <laughs> mostly, mostly the enemies you put there. Like, yeah, I know. I understand that. <laughs> I totally get that. I just need to make sure that I'm I'm going after the people that I want to go after. Um, so. Does uh did I notice that ra- any radiant damage do anything to him? Uh, radiant damage did not seem to have. It didn't. It's not like it washed washed off him. It definitely had an effect, but it was not like, oh my god, this is totally hurting me way more than any regular damage would do. Cool. So it doesn't seem to be. Uh, he doesn't seem to be vulnerable to it, but he's definitely not invulnerable to it. Um, so just regular at this point. Uh, we are going to go to these warriors. So there's going to be, let's see here. We got one, four, where are you, Argyle? There you are. So we're going to have two attacking on Atros, uh, two, uh, yeah, and two two attacking on Atros, two on Kyber, uh, two on uh, Galahad. And then he's also going to move in right here and take a couple swipes at Galahad as well. And so those are going to be the ones that are in there. So let's pull up the spectral. There we go. The Phantom Warriors. Wonderful. This one shouldn't take it too long. So it's going to be uh, 
uh, two multi-attacks each on Kyber. And I know that you guys are stunned, so there's an advantage. So the two on Kyber are going to be a... First one's a 21. Second one's a natural 20. Um, I want to cancel that one because I don't like it. You can't see it. I know. I also I know. can't cancel it. Yeah. Timon would be able to do that. <laughs> would Sirius be able to do it? Uh, Sirius is also stunned and in a dream state oh, right now, so he can't okay. see shit either. Gotcha. And he oh, would be yeah, too no far reaction. away to be able to have a line of sight on it. I wouldn't be able to use a reaction for them to take pulse damage, right? From the Onyx sword, since I'm stunned. Yeah, nope. when you're stunned, no reactions. No reaction. you don't get anything. So that's going to be... First one, I assume the 16 hits as well? Um, no, because Sirius gave me two additional um, to my armor class, which will make it 17. Okay, so only one hits, but that's the natural 20. So that's going to be a... All right, so that one's going to give you... That one's going to go in for 14 points of force damage on you, Kyver. So that's the first set of multi-attacks, the second set. Uh, that one's going to be a... So many character sheets. Uh, 22 to hit and a 13. So the second one is the same thing, and that's an additional 7 points of force damage. So 21 points of force damage total on you. Uh, Atros, same deal. Oh! I'm not even fucking lying, not that it's going to do anything, but I just rolled two natural 20s on that, on the advantage. That's kind of fucked. I've never done that before. Jesus. <laughs> That's like when you are making eggs and there are two yolks, except yes, exactly. this time it is not good for you. The eggs are spoiled. Yeah. Yes, it is not good for you. It's great for me. Um, all right, so crit on the first one. Uh, and the second one is going to be a... Where are you? A 21 to hit. So the, both of those hit, I assume? Yep. Cool. So that is going to be 21 points of force damage to you. Um, I'm not doing the whole critical thing for that. That's meh. Uh, and then there's going to be three sets of multi-attacks on you, Galahad. So, uh, since there is no flanking, they're all individual. First one, 13, does not hit. Second one is a 23. 23 hits, I assume? Yeah. Uh, so that's going to be seven points of force damage. Second multi-attack, miss. And that one's going to be a dirty 20 for another seven points of force damage. And then... Vladdy Boy? Vladdy Boy's coming in. Is it 4d6? Yes, and... You actually see that there's like this burst of energy and he just he like he doesn't just walk over he fucking runs over and just swings as hard as he can um almost like he's in a frenzy uh, let's see so that is the first set uh so that is going to be a miss completely and second one that is going to be 
a dirty 20 to hit. So that one hits, and that'll be 31 points of radiant damage. Okay. Uh, I'm going to do my stones endurance. I'm just uh, looking it up. All right, so it's 31, so it's minus 12 because I rolled a 10 plus 2. Nice. So 19. 19. Cool. All right. Excellent. 56 health, people. <laughs> um, this Spectral Warrior, sir, or Phantom Warrior, is coming straight for you, Zex, and he's going to do a multi-attack on you. First one is going to be a 16. It's. Second one is higher. I rolled an 18 on the dice, so 23. Yep. So that's going to be 14 points of force damage. Total? Total. And that will be the end of that turn. Let's go back to initiative here. Um, Argyle, you are stunned. Galahad. You're up. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. All right. So, uh, I have advantage on my first attack because I'm attacking Vladimir because, you know, he needs his boys. Uh, you have advantage on what? I have advantage because I have the help from Atros. Oh, yes, you do. The Gilead. Yep, just the first attack roll, though. Yeah, my first attack roll. That's fine. Sixteen uh, plus eight. I'll get above a twenty. That hits. Yeah, that definitely hits. Okay, that's one hit, and then I'm only for my second attack. All right, I'm gonna use my uh, channel divinity to get my plus ten. Of course. Uh, so that's a fourteen, and then plus eight. Uh, that would be a twenty-two. So that hits. Yep, that hits. Okay. So we're doing that. Right here. Uh, he is, just so you know, he for one of those attacks, he is going to use, if you want to use whichever attack you want to use, but he is uh, going to use his reaction and use what's called Phantom Shield. Okay. So instead of ta- him taking damage, one of the uh, Phantoms is going to step in front of your first or second blow, whichever one it happens to be. Uh, you will destroy that Phantom, but he does not take damage on one of those blows. Uh. Okay, so... Oh, shit. Well, key that's bullshit. <laughs> Plus five. I mean, I could have just murdered Weaqua, so. <laughs> no, no, and I even said do it. I was like, you got it. I know. Well, to be fair, again, still one revenant sitting there, and you have a couple of phantom warriors over there, but okay. you're not really posing um, a threat, so. Okay, so I guess I have fifteen. I was like, if we have to die, see if I can die. I have 15 points of damage just from my first attack. Mm hmm. Okay. And then even the smite I do on that is going to go to that Phantom Warrior. Yep. All right. So we're going to do the smite for uh, him. So we are going to do a level one smite. (laughs) Okay. Not wasting that shit on that fucking casual. Um, (laughs) So that's 3d8. All right, so 25 points of damage to the asshole. 
Yep. That that, that, that one you just fucking <laughs> he dissipates. All right. Now to the real show. I've got twenty-three. Now I'm gonna do a level two. That's making this really fucking hard. Mm-hmm. Fucking easy. I do for no fucking reason. What do you think? I'm just gonna let you guys fucking steal <laughs> no, this no, thing? No, 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 no. Come on, man. I'm I told you it was gonna be hard. I'm just fucking with you. I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that four. No, it's fine. Roll your D. There's still plenty of shit to kill. Okay, that's thirty-eight. Um, and then I'm gonna use another superiority for my bonus action. And I'm gonna do a fainting attack. So I expand one superiority. I use a bonus action. Um, add the total damage to the roll, but I also gain advantage on my next attack against the chosen creature. Cool. 44. 44. He is looking especially haggard. He is, however, not down yet. He sort of almost grins at you like in this just like blind hatred, almost sort of welcoming you to like do it, but he's just driven forward by this fucking hate. And you can almost sort of see a glimmer of the man that probably was there several hundred years ago like he want he wants to die and be done but he also is driven by this hatred to keep strahd in as much misery as possible so this you can start start seeing sort of conflicting looks in his on in his eyes uh so that is going to be keep me going people we got this <laughs> you hit him so hard he got confused <laughs> Jesus. who am i what am i doing fucking burning all my shit on this one dude man i need this y'all. is this is this is what this is what we're here for listen i need y'all so, right now serious the fact that me and you saved was vital right now <laughs> yes right serious you're stunned glad you're stunned we're gonna use one of his legendary actions to take one more melee attack against galahad He rolls a fucking two. Yeah, motherfucker. Uh, time. Uh, Wait, uh, she's stunned. Uh, uh, Galahad is is not stunned. She's stunned. He has advantage. And yes, but Galahad and, is not. And just 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 to fucking go for it, I'm gonna use my. Uh, I'm gonna when a creature misses your melee attack, you can use your reaction oh. and expand one superiority to make a melee attack against him. So Did I'm gonna you? use repost, and I have advantage on that fucking shit. Do Let's it. fucking go, baby! Yeah. Dude, I would not get so happy. You still have many other things to kill. I know. I know. I know. I'm fully aware. <laughs> hey, fully aware. It's a, it's a, it's I mean, like, I'm, I'm with it. Yes, the little victories. Little victories. That's fine. You know, the little wins. Started off as a little bit of a handicap. He lost almost 60 damage before I've, you guys even went into combat. So, hold, uh, hold on. I feel, I feel stunned, and I'm stunned. Yes, I feel I'm stunned, stunned right now. Okay. <laughs> I knew this was going to happen. You guys are going to go straight for him, which is fine. Stunning. Cheers. Does a 17 hit? 17 just hits. Oh. Okay. And we are doing my last. Oh, you, you know, I was waiting. I was waiting for a crit, but I'm going to put all my might into this one fucking swing and we're going to see what fucking happens. Wait, I don't know. Can I can I do it, Tommy? Can you do what? The Connus Fury action? 
the bonus? I can't because in this. Technically, it's a reaction, so no, unfortunately, you could do a you could do a smite and you could save up those things because you still have three charges for descending smites for other things, and there are plenty of undead things that you could probably smash with those. All right, cool. So then I'm just going to do a regular level two, and I'm done with the spell slots. Here we go. What did you roll on the regular damage? Thirteen. Thirteen. You can. You're using the smite. You don't need to worry about the actual damage. Actually, okay. if you want to save that, can I, smite, can I use a can I use a level one? Is that okay? Sure, you can use a level one. Uh, Thirteen is what he's at. So you, oh, I'm gonna okay. say you don't have to use the smite if you don't want to. I will not. So, describe how you take this dude down. As I go, I look at him, and I I smile. We could have done this easy, Vladimir. But I promise you, as I strike you down, I will give you the rest that you deserve. I will save this land, and we will get rid of Strahd. I will hold that sword and pride, and you and the rest of your champions can be proud of what you've stood for in the past. And I fucking come down diagonally. And I pick up the sword if I can. <laughs> you absolutely can. As he is falling, you hear faintly, but you hear the words, I'll be seeing you. As he, the light fades from his eyes, and he is just a, 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 a sundered corpse now. He is no more. And you do notice that the uh, the blizzard that is swirling begins to start to die down. 